This one? Yeah, it's, it's working. Okay, welcome back to the Digital Creators Podcast. I'm your host, Harry, and I'm here with my guest, Juan, all the way from Cuba. Yeah. So, dancing for 21 years, Cuban-born Juan Carlos Osma is a soloist dancer with the West Australian Ballet and an award-winning photographer. His career in dance includes performing all over the world in stages like Melbourne Arts Centre, Sydney Opera House, Berlin Opera, the Marinsky Theatre in Russia, and the Royal Albert Hall in London, where he performed for Her Majesty's Queen Elizabeth. He's been dancing with the West Australian Ballet for four years, and he's a winner of the Outstanding Performance Award in WA. As an up-and-coming photographer, he's the top. He's in the top 20 Australasia um, by Capture Magazine in the portrait category and the top 10 in Australia by Camera House. But the big news is that he's having his first solo exhibition here at Kodogo Art House at the moment with sold out works and a renowned career in dance. It's my pleasure to introduce you to Mr. Juan Carlos Osma. Yes. There you go, what an intro there. <laughs> so I always like to start uh, with the artist's story. Yeah. So can you take us back to growing up in Cuba and how you got into dance and photography and the arts? Yes, yes. Growing up in Cuba, I mean, that was fun, fun times. I remember so many details. Um, first of all, I always liked to dance, uh, perform, let's say. There was this popular uh, band like uh, in Cuba. It was uh, all guys and they used to drive all the girls crazy. So I always think I, I want to be, you know, part of this, this band. And they, they used to sing this song, uh, like, if, uh, like uh, flirting with the girls and uh, talking about like getting girls and all of this. Uh, and me and the, my colleagues at the school, we used to sing and learn the lyrics and write them down and, and, and sing this song with fake microphones and, and dance, you know, for at the school. Uh, so all of this was always part of my childhood and like salsa, cha-cha and all of this popular dance in, in, in Q1 uh, tradition. And yes, my mom, my dad, they always like, man, relax. Like, <laughs> you want to do some karate or something, like you have too yeah. much energy. And I was like, okay, karate maybe. And I did, I remember I did uh, one lesson of karate and Am I saying it right? Karate? Is yeah. It okay. Karate. Yeah. <laughs> Karate. I think yeah. that's a, actually that's a proper pronunciation. Oh, okay. Okay. Right there. And I, I was there, and I was like, all these guys and uh, like fighting and stuff. I was like, uh, I don't want to be here, you know. Like, so I, I pretty much quit that. And then my dad is like, so you want to be a dancer, you know? And I'm like, yeah, I want to be a dancer. Uh, so he said, I remember this. He said, you can be a dancer and you can dance many styles, but you have to train the best discipline and then you can decide. Mm. So that's when they, they took me to, to the ballet school and I ha had to do the, the, the auditions to, to get in. 
uh, which I failed, by the way. I okay. didn't, I didn't got accepted at first. Um, I always like to dance. I like music. I, I was musical and and I had a lot of energy and 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 I was quick picking up movements, but I didn't have the body for for ballet dancer. And yes, what happened is then the director of the school, which is like, I mean, I believe in you. If you really like to, if you really want to be a dancer, you you can be, you know. But you have to train. You have to get in shape yeah. in three months. So this ultimatum is like, okay, you need three, three months. You need to get in shape. So, Being, what, so you didn't have the, the body type to be a ballet dancer. Yeah, what's you know, the, what's the body type that you? The body type ideally is you have to have really flexible ankles and and wider hips. Yeah. So the hip bones sit higher, and when they sit higher, they are narrow. Yeah. Right. So that means for ballet, you need to be turn turn out hips, mm -hmm. and when you have narrow hips, it's very hard to be turned out. Mm -hmm. So they ideally supposed to sit lower and be a bit wider and being able to turn out. So this is the most important feature for ballet because that's what makes ballet different. That we do everything with our feet turned out. Yeah. And it's like. And the girls are on point, and it's so delicate, and all this. And the boys also need to have like nice feet. So these these two main features I didn't have, you know. So and you had to be born with that. You have to be born with that, pretty, pretty much. So it's like, what do I do? <laughs> you know, already I'm like nine years old. Do you have to be tall as well to be valid? Yeah, yeah. I, I was this I had the being tall and. Uh, physical strengths and all of this, uh, athleticism and all of this. But the main things for ballet, that was the issue. And I got in shape in three months, uh, training every, I remember it was Tuesdays and Thursday at uh, 6.30 p.m. until like 9, something like that. And I used to go every every night and and every every time and train and I got in shape in three months and I did the test again for the school, and then I got accepted. But still, like uh, the journey wasn't easy because I still don't have the hips yeah. and the ankles for yeah. a ballet dancer. So this is it's been haunting me all my life, you know. Yeah, and that's that's the beginning pretty much. Then after that comes the part where I have to decide, do I really want to stay here and like force my body into something that it wasn't born to be? Mm. Just because my soul is saying, if you don't dance, what are you going to do? You know, like I had this almost compulsion of being a dancer. Like I hear music and I'm moving and I'm always, I always love music. So it was a tough decision to make when I was young, but is I, I don't regret it. I I enjoy every minute of it, and that's this this who I am, you know. So yes, after that comes the fact that after you finish school, you have to go to the to the to the company, the national company, and that was tough again because my hips, yeah. <laughs> my feet. 
And actually, it's, it's quite... How old were you at that point? I was 17. Yeah. And my class, we were 13 guys. And almost, I think, nine, we were dark-skinned. So now in Bali, Bali is from the 14th century, so it's like uh, from the French court, mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, black skin is like not a thing, you know, it's not ideal. Even in Cuba? Yes, Cuba. yes, yeah. even in Cuba. And so we've already been breaking uh, a few rules by being in school and like being good, you know? So that was another tough moment and I think, I remember as a group, we got together and we talked. We were like, guys, what are we going to do? Like, are we going to go into another ballet company or are we going to keep pretending like this is, you know, or are we going to maybe take another direction, learn other stuff and maybe see what life brings to us? And we did the second. And this is when we started growing for real, because we, then we went deep into learning contemporary dance, uh, Afro-Cuban uh, folklore, more traditional, more popular dance, more jazz, tap, hip-hop, gymnastics, acting, all of this, we put it together. And me and a couple of uh, colleagues, we started doing movies and musicals. And then we, we ran into this show that is called Ballet Revolution. And it's still running to today. It's been running for over 10 years. And in 2011, we started touring with this show, the whole world. Wow. And this is what I started actually dancing mm -hmm. around the world. And this is ballet? This is ballet and commercial. So it's like a mix. We were representative of the ballet and we have some other dancers doing more contemporary, more hip hop. But because we knew the other disciplines, yeah. we could dance with them and by ourselves. So okay. we could do the ballet, we can do the other things. Okay. And, that, and that helped us a lot because then we pretty much like the stars, you know. So it's, it, was, it was very um, gratifying to be able to say, okay, I'm a ballet graduated, but I can do all of this. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually more valuable so whatever yeah. you need we're yeah. here you know so that was so the the company wasn't just a ballet company it no. was like just a dance company and they had different shows with yeah we had different talents yeah we had different talents yeah oh, okay. yeah and yeah so this is where we performed for the queen and we, we were in berlin and munich and everywhere in germany everywhere here we started here in australia this is why we first came to Paris. this was the first city we came and this one, I fell, fell in love with the city. Mm -hmm. uh, what, it was what made you fall in love with Paris? I don't know. I think it was a combination of things. It's like it was my first trip out of Cuba. So yeah. it's the first place I've been outside of Cuba. So I was like blown away by okay. it. I was like, wow, <laughs> you know. So nothing to compare it to. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. But I did like the, the, the nature and, and, the, and the quiet. It was quiet. It was a lot of parks and, and green, beautiful, the, the, the river, 
and you know you had the city on the other side, but it's not such such a big city. It's not super super busy. It was like a nice new life, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I like that. Uh, the people seemed very nice. Uh, I met a girl, so that was also uh, you yeah. know <laughs> that was another thing. Uh, but yeah, we did the whole of Australia, been Sydney, Adelaide, uh, Gold Coast, Melbourne, Brisbane, and all the other places are very nice, but they're more like city city, yeah. more, you know. Yeah. Uh, and because I didn't grow up in the city city, I feel more like related, more connected okay. to this, this, this vibe. Yeah, people say Perth's like a big country town city, like, yeah, it's like isolated and it's, it's a city, but it's relaxed and yeah, spread out. But it's like I mean, in life, when you want, so it's it's hard because if you have, if you live in the country, you want to live in the city. If you live in the city, you want to live in the country. And it, it's just human nature. But what if you have both? Yeah. You know, and I think Perth is is both. You know, amazing. Mm. And was that the company you worked for? That was Cuban based. That was Cuban based, but uh, owned by an Australian. Mm -hmm. And then we, we took this company to uh, Switzerland and we pretty much sold the show to BB Promotions in Germany. So they bought a part of the show and then we started doing Europe and India and you know all of these other places. And this one we got big. That's when we started to, to sell and like we did, went to London and it was crazy, you know. Uh, but yeah, so it's pretty much Australian, Q1, uh, British, yeah. German show. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and that was in your 20s that you... That was, in my, I, that was when I was 18. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I did all of this after I graduated. So you've yeah, been in Perth quite a long time then? I've been touring for a long time. I didn't stay in Perth at, at the time. We were just uh, touring the whole world. Touring, yeah. came back. And then after that, the thing what happened with the show is that it was the same show. So imagine. So every, it was just the same show every time. Yes. Okay. And we used to dance um, every day, and then double shows on the Saturday and Sunday. So we'll be dancing Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, from Tuesday, and then Sunday, Saturday, Sunday double show, and then Monday travel. Okay. Unpack to the theater, rehearse, Tuesday, show. Da, 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 da. Next Monday, travel. Unpack to the theater. You know, it's, it's different life. How did you feel about just performing the same show? Is that, is that typical of a company? It's, it's, it wasn't at first. It was like, okay, done. I know this. Oh, okay. Easy. We just do it. But after the first year, year and a half we already ha went through the high of like starting the show selling it to the germans and 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 ha being at the peak performing for the queen and all of this da, 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 all of this happened then it went pretty flat like where do we go next yeah. and and that's what it became a bit like monotonous and like i was a bit burned out by then uh, dancing the same, same thing every day and trying to put that freshness because the audience is new, you know, it's not fair on them if 
they come this is the first time yeah. they don't know the show we've done it uh 100 times but this is the first time they're yeah. gonna see it so if 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 you perform it like this it's not fair so yeah. it's hard to keep that level of intensity imagine elvis mm. in his time you know like uh doing a lot of the same and 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 how no, without energy and yeah. take going to drugs and all of this it's, it's the same yeah hard to stay inspired and yeah yeah okay. and and that's when i left after uh two three years two years and something yeah and where did you go did you go back to cuba after that or i went back to cuba and i started to retrain in ballet because i had this uh, moment when i said okay that worked pretty well but i still want to do some ballet you know i did train for eight years in ballet so and it was pretty hard because of my hips and my ankle. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think I have, to, I have to give that to myself. So I went back to Cuba and I retrained for like a few months. I was going back and forwards to London because uh, I was dating a girl from uh, British girl. So I was in Cuba for like three months and then to London for two months and uh, something like that. And, and then I found this job in South Africa. And the director, he wanted, he wanted me to, to join the company. And that's what I then started living in South Africa, in Johannesburg. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, all this time, ballet was your full-time job? Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. And uh, the company in South Africa, is that still ballet? Yes, that's a classical company, still, still running. Um, Ballet, pure ballet, like uh, the, all the classicals. I did there, I was, after a year, I was, I was promoted to, to principal. And I did all the, all the leads, all, all the classical roles, and uh, that's why I was like, okay, I'm actually doing ballet. Yep. So it is possible, you know, <laughs> after, yep. after all of this uh, struggle. Um, that was a good, good moment. Uh, my life is like doing all, all of that, uh, all of the dreams, you know. Uh, ballets like La Valladere, uh, Swan Lake, Giselle. All under the South African company? Yes, yeah. yes, with them. All of this. And um, just sort of a question about the performances. Do you have to own the rights to say to do Swan Lake and all that, or you, you can just. The companies, the company. they, what they have is they have their own versions. Of, of the ballet. I am not aware of how the right things work, uh, but pretty much every company have their version of, of the big classicals. Okay. And uh, yeah, that's how it works, I guess. And were you traveling the world with the South African company as well? With the South African company, I went to China. That was the first time I went to China. And I mean, all over Africa, we, we did some uh, works, uh, but China was big because it was the. It was we went to the. I remember going to the wall and I was amazing. I was like, I cannot believe I'm standing in the Great Wall of China, oh, wow. one of the seven <laughs> wonders of the That's world. Cool. You know, thanks to ballet, pretty yeah. much. Uh, and it's really, um, <laughs> it's really difficult, the Great Wall because the steps are so like uneven yeah. and so like uh, there's no. Uh, it's, it's like 
hard work? It, it was hard, yeah, it was hard. <laughs> but this is beautiful, it's beautiful. So you could kind of travel, explore the countries and... Yeah, there the were... That's, I guess that's, yeah, that's the dream for yeah. a creative person. Yeah, yeah, and learn, you know, the, the, the lifestyles and all of this. Uh, which, but in China, when you go as, as, as a tourist, they make sure that you see the best. Yeah. So they treat you like like a king, pretty much. Oh, wow. cool. And they like feed you and this and that. This is a hotel and this and that. And we take this is the boss and we take the boss and then and then. You know, so. In, were you in um, Shanghai or? We went to uh, we went to Shenzhen, then we went to Shanghai, then we went to Beijing. I oh, see. So you got you actually toured. Yeah, China yeah. Like and we went to Wanzhou, Wanzhou. Okay, and were you like, you know, surely with all this travel, you uh, had a camera with you, and you all? Yes, I mean, I always, always had a camera, even from before, from Ballet Revolution, uh, and all of my time in, Ch in 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 Johannes in Johannesburg, South Africa, I always had a camera, always like uh, documented, like uh, the the beginning of uh, blogging. Oh, okay. The beginning of blogging, I was always there. I was like, okay, oh, here we are. This is, yeah, yeah. Uh, where are we, you know, with the, with my girl oh, yeah. or with my friends? You like, know, where are we, you know? And videos like, oh, or yeah, photos videos, or yeah, videos? Yeah, yeah, videos. So did you have a YouTube channel or? No, no idea how, I, I didn't know that was oh, a thing. Okay. I was just doing it for. <laughs> just recording it? Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. So I got videos from all of that, all of that time. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you were also, yeah, taking Photos like documentary style photos. Yes. Or yes. 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 Oh, okay. A few photos here and there, but photography didn't come serious until I was here, and during COVID, that was when it really hit. Like, because I guess we all went through this moment of what are we gonna do with our life, you know? Yeah, because I guess the no ballet shows were no. on. Yeah. So what were, you, what were you doing at that time? <laughs> yeah, you were used training at home yeah. and nothing, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It was a time to, to reflect, I guess, to think as, as, as a planet, you know, to just to think uh, and, and be present, I guess. But at the same time, a lot of things happen, a lot of uh, creativity and flourish uh, out of this, uh, yeah you know, a pandemic. So, and one of them was my, my love for photography and, and, and digital creation, you know. So, this is where I decided to study photography and not just take photos or, or make videos, you know, like to study actually to, to know how to do it properly. And yeah, here we are now, you know, I have an exhibition, it's like, it's like a dream come true again and yeah, man. I, so you it's, originally, it's crazy. did you, like, when did you first sort of pick up a camera and start playing with it? Was it just because you wanted to document your ballet journey and record videos first, or was no. it when you were young and yeah, the first time I picked up a camera was I think five, and I actually have a picture of me. I show you. I have a picture of me. Okay. Uh, I have a picture of me with a toy camera, and my dad took a picture of me with the camera. So can it looks you, like I took. If you text it to me, I can put it up here. Yes. 
it's, it's, this picture is crazy. And then I was, I was talking to my mom, I was like, do you remember that picture? And she said, yeah. This one. Is your airdrop on? Yeah. Yeah. That oh, picture wow. for me is like, you know, I was like five or something. Yeah. It's crazy, you know, that my mom kept this. It's like <laughs> you can see the the vintage color. It's like this is, I don't know, 1998 uh, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. And uh, was that your one of your parents' cameras? Yeah, my my one of my uh, dad's film cameras. Oh, okay. And he had the real one, so he took the picture of me acting like I'm taking the picture. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. But I don't remember this. This is the funny thing. I don't remember this moment. Only, and this is what I love about photography: that you can capture things, you know. You can capture life pretty much light. And it's, it's, it's crazy. It's like, how can you actually capture light? You know, the, I, I, I'm really fascinated by that. And that's, that's one of the proof of, of, of that. You know, like, I don't even remember that day. And it's there, you mm -hmm. know. And then when did you sort of buy your own camera? Uh, I bought my own camera when I was already, when I did the, after my graduation and I joined the show, it was, it was a well-paid show. So I was like, spend it, you know, 18, <laughs> coming from Cuba, like, you know, we, it was, we weren't like a rich family at all. Like we had no money. So, you know, when you just first get that first paycheck, you're like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the first things I bought was a camera. Yeah. Uh, nothing what, fancy, what, you what know. What camera was it? Ah, Canon. I was like Canon. Canon. I think it was like a power shot or something like that. Yeah. Uh, one of the ones at the time. I don't remember. But for me, it was enough to to make good videos and like yeah. to take pictures. You know, yeah. like, and it was pretty like uh, amateur amateur level. So. And that's what you brought around the world. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I had that. I had that. And you were just, were you, I guess as you were saying, you were just documenting. You weren't focusing on sort of the artistic style or anything like that, just shooting? No. I was just shooting. I mean, I did have some, some, some images that I have that I already, I can see, I, I went back uh, a few months ago, I was checking that. And I was like, oh, I can see actually here. Yeah you know, some playing with the light, with the sunset, like, but I didn't really know what I was doing. Yeah. But I could see like my vision already there. And I was like black and white and, and all of this. So I guess it was there, but I wasn't, that wasn't my focus. For me, it was more about like documenting and like coming from this idea of, you know, all of these images that, of me that I don't remember that were taken and I guess coming from that, I wanted just to, to, to have memories of everything I was doing and just document to show, I don't know, my family or like, yeah. Okay, and, uh, and then you were saying during COVID, was that when you were really experimenting more yes. with shooting photos, like focusing on the photography and yeah. learning more? So what was your process through 
that time to getting to kind of this sort of stage of your works? It's been, the process was, for me was, okay, just learn uh, technicalities and, and then just have fun. So I, I didn't plan this at first. Okay. For me, it was just like, okay, you know, like, let me, let me actually just mm. learn this yeah. and, and see how good, you know, I can get. And I started on my garden and taking pictures of flowers and, you know, still life and all of that. And just learning the lights and, 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 and then birds and move, you know, because they move, so it's like movement shots and like the speed and all of this. And then after the, the, the lockdown, we went back to the company. And I, so I think naturally I took that into the, to the company mm -hmm. and I started then photographing my colleagues and rehearsals and all of this. So it kind of happened naturally. And then I think I, I was like, yeah, I love, you know, ballerinas, they look beautiful. So I was like, it's the picture of ballerinas, you know, and mm -hmm. the guys also when they jump is amazing. And so I started with that. And at some point, I don't remember when, I thought, actually, this is working. So, you know, yeah. and uh, I want to, like, open an a Instagram and, like, I don't know, I want to share this a little bit more. And were people, like, hiring you at this stage to, like, shoot them or not? Or no, just, no, no, just no. for fun? Yeah, for me, it was just for fun. I didn't even have uh, my, my camera that I have now. I had, like, a small... Um, Crop sensor, Canon M6 or something like that, Canon M6. Uh, that's what I started with. And yeah, it was more about learning and like uh, just having fun. It's, it's, it kind of started happening slowly, but actually it was not that slow. It was pretty fast. <laughs> I'm already, you know. Uh, Are you someone that learns creative things quickly, you feel? Yeah, I think, I think maybe that's why. Yeah, I do. I don't know. I'm fast. I'm fast learning and I'm fast forgetting as well. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know. So take. you've only been taking photography seriously for about two years. Two years. Mm. That's insane. Like when I see the work, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, wow. Yeah. At some point, I did say I want. I don't want to do dance photography. I want to do art. With dancers, so I did envision this. I did manifest this. And I wrote it down. It's like I want to have works that people can hang at the houses. Mm. You know, that there is art. Yeah. And then I started to think, how can I do this? You know, so yeah, that's why maybe because also I had no pressure. I guess that's also something else. When you're a full-time photographer. Uh, you rely on, on this to, to live, to, to make a living, I guess you have to make money. So it's mm. easy to go to weddings or to go to, you know, industries that pay, yeah. sports, food, all of this. So because I didn't have, I don't have this. I, I'm, I'm a full-time professional dancer. That's my, my, my main in, income. So for me, it's just like I can just exp experiment with this, yeah. you know, and... I guess that taking that pressure off is uh, what made it easier. I don't yeah, know. You could just express yourself and you didn't have like uh, limits or yeah. on you. Exactly. Oh, okay, okay. And t 
tell us about like the like when did you when did you know you wanted to have an exhibition your first exhibition which is here at Kidogo exhibition exhibition as exhibition it happened like a month before I met Joanna and then I was like I think I'm, I'm ready for an exhibition and I wasn't I had <laughs> I had only like which work do you have? Only that one, uh, Rose. And, okay. Yeah. And after that, then I was okay. I think if I do something more like this, I can have an exhibition. And then I met Joanna at a friend's uh, birthday party. Mm -hmm. And I showed her some work, and she was like, I love it. Let's do one. She said, have you, have you ever been, uh, have you ever had an exhibition? I said, no. She said, do you want to do one? I'm like, yes. <laughs> I think you should do it here. Oh, wow. Okay. So how do we do it? Yeah, you just get a few images and uh, we just do it. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> so you kind of had some like really great images that you were drawn to and you wanted to create a series that um, were like similar to a similar style to that one. Yeah. Um, so can you talk about the concept behind these images? What are you trying to capture? What are you trying to say? Yeah. These images for me is uh, like uh, ode to the body of the ballet dancer. And I have to like guide you through it because it's not just the body as the body. For me, the person, the self, is not the body. You are not your body, you know. You are your nature. And your nature is your love. Where do you direct your love? For me, you know. So I wanted to elevate the result of the person. And the result of the person in, in ballet dances is the body because it depend, depends how much you love your craft and how much you, you dedicate yourself to it, how good or how beautiful your body will look, you know? So that's why I wanted to capture that um, beauty and that strength and, and, and the work. It's pretty much the work that we all do, you know, because we work together. So it's... Also, most of these images were taken like by accident, so mm -hmm. it's pretty much being, you know, having that quality of presence on, on, on being on the moment and, and, and being able to witness that uh, it, you know, like when you see artwork and you can't take your eyes away from it. The decisive moment. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's just something that you can't figure out, you know, like the, for me, this image is something that you can't quite figure it out, but you can't stop looking at it, Yeah. you know? And, and yes, they're nude, but it's not revealing at all. Like you can't see anything, mm -hmm. but this is not about that, you know, it's, it's beyond that. Yeah. You know, it's deeper than that. It's more about... It's, it's like, I suppose for these, Images. It's a lot to do with the shape. So the shape of the body, the body creates these shapes. Yeah. 
but it's also the relationship in between the two shapes, you know. And the, for instance, this one is like solar work. It's like power dynamic, you know, between two women. So it's like, how do you actually accomplish this? You know, one is holding, the other one is surrendering. But they both look pretty strong, so. It's like a unity between them, hey? It's like, in a lot of these photos, it's like the, the shape just comes together. It's like the, both uh, bodies sort of flow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. So I think it's like, you have like these, edgy shapes here, but then it's almost like... It's almost like a circle. circle, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, if you if you look at the body, you know, the, the Fibonacci sequence has that mathematical sequence that yes. goes into every part. It's like, even in this, you have this, and exactly. then you have this. Exactly. Also here with the guys. Yeah. You know? And the other size of it is, for instance, that one over there, yeah. the one's shape as a, it's a more landscape look. It's the guy on the floor. Mm. It's also about the concept of uh, ballet dancers being uh, maybe sensitive or delicate uh, men, when in fact it's quite the opposite. And how you know how 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 much of a man you have to be to to be delicate mm. is the real question, because not only you have to be strong, but you also have to be mentally strong and mm. uh, to allow yourself to be weak. Yeah, you know. So this image of him for me is amazing. Oscar, it's for me it's amazing how strong and powerful he looks, and at the same time how how artistically and sensitive is the image, you know. Um, so all of these concepts they come alive in in in, in my photography. Mm. Yeah. I guess uh, the perception of ballet is that it's it's like a feminine exactly art, art right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's only from like an outsider perspective, I guess. If you look at the training, yes, it's hard work. Eh? That's what we were talking about the other day about um, is it a, is it a sport or is it an art form? Yeah, and and that's why that's why I had to say it's both because we train like like we are in sports. It's it's insane, you know. Like we have to really work out every day. Yeah, you know and for long hours the artistic thing that comes on top and not everybody has the same level of art artistically mm. you know mm. so it's more about discipline it's more about men mental strength it's more about dedication you know focus presence all of these elements and that's why that's why we look like this you know <laughs> it's like so that for me, that's important also that the, the Western Australian people that might not be aware of the ballet know that there is a ballet, that, there is a ballet company yeah. and that this is the ballet dancers of today mm -hmm. and this is how we look. And that's why in the description I talk about them and what's the favorite food and who they actually are. And mm -hmm. so the people actually get to know the artists and feel like a bit more connected to the to the art scene in mm -hmm. in in Perth. You know? Okay. Yeah, because uh, yeah, it's an interesting question whether 
ballet as a sport or an art because as you were saying when you when you look at it it's artistic mm. and yeah when you're trained you you train hard you got to watch your diet and you yep. you're as you were saying you train every an afternoon and at night mm. is it so twice a day mm. every day is mm. it? yeah so that's insane i was i also look at any sort of art form you could look at any art form um, and a lot of creators wouldn't like that perspective but as a sport as well like photography you've got to go out you've got to take photos exactly. all the time so it's like it's it's hard work in the behind the scenes okay but then when you see the the art you're like oh wow that's beautiful but it took like years okay um and yeah again with the photography it looks sort of easy you're just pushing a button but it's also like how did you get to the point to push the button and yeah all that I mean, there's so much technicality behind that moment of pushing the button. Uh, people don't understand, so it's like it's hard to 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 maybe to appreciate. But it's you you gotta control the lights, and that's something hard to do because it, light, light, water, air. These are natural elements. Mm. We can't really control them. You know, that's an illusion. But that's that's the hard part mm. that's what we train that's what we study that's why photography takes years to master even after you you study you graduate doesn't matter if you have a, a certificate only like maybe 10 years after that is that you actually a master of like you know photography mm. so it's like it's not just pushing the button it's actually controlling the lights mm. and and shaping the light and and elevating or, or hiding or you know like this image what are you seeing what are you what am i what am i showing what am i hiding you know like all of that takes time you know it's like it's not just the the action of taking the the image it's all of the all of the progress before all of the thinking about it and visualization and studying and where do you put the light yeah I've done photo shoot with uh, some people getting patient, like, oh, you know, change the light, this and this and that. Um, if I change the light for five centimeters to the left, it changes the whole picture, mm. you know. And that's that's the art of it. That's that's is is not easy. <laughs> so, not. what was your creative process behind developing? these images like can you talk about the placement of um, the lighting and why you photographed it the way you did um, looks like you used the high shutter speed to kind of you didn't capture too much motion in these I think I've seen some of your work you capture the motion but these are very like sharp mm. sharp images yeah. Um, so yeah if you could share your your process and yeah. the thoughts behind the images so first of all I wanted to have like clean minimalistic looks black and white so white background and so that's how I, I went to the studio uh hostel studio in the city uh, there i bring my own lights and what i try to always do is to have the lights from above the the dancer uh, any direction for me uh, it's not important that I, can, I mm -hmm. usually light from the right, but when I light from the left, it's also beautiful. So I don't mind. For me, the only thing is this: is above the dancer. Mm -hmm. 
it gives that little bit of stage look, you know. Uh, and then from there, I just take it from there. So it depends also of the body of the dancer. Some bodies look better with a lot of lights. You look sharper, blah, 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 blah. you know, you wanna like pump it. And some other bodies, is, you gotta make it softer or you gotta diffuse it a little bit from, from the other side and yeah. And with the, um, the light from above, did you have a flash from above or did you reflect it from the ceiling? No, I, have, I had a, a bounce uh, umbrella. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you had it quite high up? Yeah. And then you shot. Okay. Um, you must have had it from the outside shooting in because there's that contrast between the white background and you've got the shadows. Yeah. 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 Okay, because yeah, that having that contrast must have been quite important yeah. for showing the shapes and yeah. the muscle. But yeah, and I also like uh, backlighting a little bit. So sometimes it's behind the dancers. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, these ones mostly they're all with the white, the white background. Hey. Yeah, but this backlight. Okay, so these are backlight, okay. And um, what was the editing process as well? What, you were, what were you trying to emphasize? The muscles for me. Muscles, yeah. Yeah, the body. And just showing all the muscle and, and obviously cleaning, you know, the background is always like mm -hmm. a bit, uh, a mark here and there in the wall or this and that. So just having as clean as possible, but Emphasis on, on the muscles, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, and were each of these shots completely planned? Like, no. Like, were you like, you have an idea of the shot, or were you just going in there and maybe they're performing one sort of thing, and maybe you're in there as well practicing? Yeah. And uh, this is what we, this is what I take time. Uh, so I have some clients, they, 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 they want to do creative images, sort yeah. of like this. And I said, guys, if, if you want to have like creative images that are unique, yeah. we need more than two hours. Yeah. Because it, creativity is not something that you switch on and off, you know? And it's easy to go to uh, Pinterest and find a, a, an image and do, oh, let's do this one. But you know, I like to actually create something that is yours and, yeah. and mine on mm -hmm. the moment. So yeah. for that, I need to know you, I need to know what you like to do, what are your fears? Maybe you have something in your body you don't like to show. Uh, you know, all of these things. And then from there, we take it. And what are your possibilities? What can you do with your body? What's extreme about you, what's not? All of that, and then we create, you know? So it's, a few of them were planned but most of them were not. They were not. They were like, so let's just find an inspiration or let's just see what suits you or you know, what we wanna say. And, and I'm actually going more and more and more into that direction for my next exhibition. I wanna actually go more and more in that direction. Yeah. You know? I think it, um, you create much more meaningful images when you go in there and you're not trying to construct something you're kind of like 
looking, you're kind of feeling what you're looking at yep. and you're playing around and you're kind of directing rather yep. than if you have something in your mind and you're just like, this is what it's going to look like. And it then it's not. It doesn't work as well. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, I, I think it's the worst feeling is when something doesn't match your expectations. So I always try to delete, delete expectations, you know, like I have no expectations. I just go into it and, and we create, we, we are present. For me, that's uh, the major element in, in life and in art and in love and in everything is presence. If we are present, everything is good. And, and you can see happiness. You know, people want to be happy. I want to be happy. What are you thinking about? Oh, I'm thinking about you know, tomorrow. But you're not going to be happy if you're thinking about tomorrow. You're going to be happy if you think about now, if you think about today. Like, this is a great moment. We're having this podcast. We're having a great conversation. You know, we're talking about art. We're talking about life. It's, it's a great moment. Life is good right now, you know? Mm. So when I create, I like that. I like to be present with the, with the artists, and, and, and we are all sharing something. And it's a great day, you know? There's stories behind, and, and there's uh, what we were talking about, and something memorable about it, and it makes the images even more special. Yeah, yeah there's, there's something about that, the concept of being present to the moment, um, because I think the best works, when you look at them, it's almost like it brings you into the present, and that's sort of what you're looking for. Yes. Yeah, like for these images, or amazing images, it just makes you pause and like, Yes. Stop. You stop thinking. You're just like. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You get me, man. That's that's yeah. And um, what was the most enjoyable process about photographing this series? Man, when I saw them, I mean, because I do images, you know, pretty much every weekend, so that's fun. When you get something that is art, you know, I, I, for me, I know as soon as I take it, mm. and I'm like, this is going into a gallery. You know, like, mm. this is art right here. And, you know, dancers were like so um, self aware and all of this. Like, oh no, but I look strange. Oh no, I look like this, I look like that. And I always have to, like, step up and say, guys, trust me. <laughs> This is the one, you know, we don't have to do it again. So that's one of those moments. And the other moment for me that was new was half having them printed out. You know, when I saw them, I went to uh, Perth Pro Lab uh, with Paul Jarvis. And when I saw the images, I was like, wow. You know, like, mm. I didn't associate the images with me. Like, it's different. Yeah, it's like somebody else took them, you know, like, I'm like, what? This is what? That was crazy. That was a crazy moment, you know. Yeah, it's totally different when, like, images did digitally and then when you see them actually real. Yeah. And Yeah, like, uh, you can actually touch them and, like, I don't know, it's just crazy. And the opening event was also amazing, you know, like, I I've never done uh, something like that, mm -hmm. like... Also, the way we did it is we, 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 we had the images covered. So we had the people coming in, we did the speeches, and then I did a live photo shoot with some dancers from the oh, valley. Cool. Yeah, and which actually the images from that live photo shoot 
I'm going to reveal okay. on the closing event, okay. uh, the 17th of September. Okay, cool. So after the live photo shoot, then I said, okay, now I'm going to show you what, <laughs> what I've done. And I start unveiling like one by one, you know, all of these images. And the reaction, you know, having the people like really like following and like, wow, you know, being actually like amazed by them and like some collectors buying and like that was yeah that was crazy you yeah. know like I don't know I didn't expect you know I didn't you just did you know yeah, you I just wanted to share I yeah I just wanted to you know and it, it, I don't know it all came because Johanna said okay let's do an exhibition you know I said yes I, I want to do an exhibition but I wasn't thinking like okay I'm selling you know I want to sell you know yeah. I was thinking about like just showing, you know, and all of a sudden it's this whole big thing and it's, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's why I think it's, it's so important to have kind of a network of creative people maybe helping each other and like supporting each other's work and yeah. sharing ideas. Yeah. Um, can you talk about like, is there a parallel between the art of ballet and photography? Like, is there a way you, you're sort of thinking about photography that relates to how you're performing ballet or something like that. Is there any parallels there? I guess, I guess not, not entirely because when so the, the, the two of them are creative outlets, mm. right? And the only difference is, it's a big difference, is that here it is my creative vision and at the company is their creative vision. Okay. So in the company, I am a representative of their vision and in here yeah. is my vision, you know? And I guess that's a kind of like a, is maybe healthy? Because you know, sometimes you work in a nine to five and you're like on a desk and you're like, oh, you know, I gotta finish this project, but it's not something you really care about. And then you go home and you have your own business and you know, it's something that you like, mm. you know? So I guess that's pretty much maybe a good example of, you know, the, the feeling, but Nevertheless, I love dancing and like I couldn't, I, I wouldn't be able to do any of this without uh, being a dancer because this is also helping, help me in capturing these movements the way they are and capturing these moments the way they are. Uh, it's the fact that I know where it might go, where, you know, how it might uh, affect the balance or the design of it, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, I suppose with, you know, your career in ballet, you're being, you know, directed, your moves are being directed, everything like that. Yeah. And with uh, this photography, it was kind of a natural way for you to kind of um, express your take on Art. movement and yeah. ballet. And yeah. Okay, that's really interesting. Um, so... Yeah, amazing that you had your first 
um, your first exhibition here. First solo exhibition, yes. Um, and I think you've you've won some awards as well. Is that a part of this? Like these some of these photos? That were no, no, no. There was uh, images taken uh, during live performances of of the ballet. Mm -hmm. So we were doing Sleeping Beauty in. Uh, Two years ago, and I was photographing from the wings, and we got this. Uh, I got these amazing images, and um, I sent them to a photography competition by Capture Magazine, and I got the top twenty. Yeah, in Australasia, that was huge. I was like, what? You know, like yeah. uh, again, this was before I was th even thinking. Okay, you know, like I'm gonna do this for you. Uh, it was just I was just photographing my mm. colleagues, but. I was already think I maybe thinking about a more artistic way of doing it, and uh, all of this also gave me confidence. You know, also I got an image selected by Canon Australia and like mm -hmm. uh, uh, reposted by them, and all of this. So it's all of this gave me kind of confidence of like maybe I'm actually on a good level now. And yeah, like, I think the reason why your images are so good and the reason why you've kind of learned so quickly is because a lot of a lot of photographers that don't have like that complete focus they kind of have the freedom to go out and shoot and then discover what their their vision is but because you were doing you know ballet like dance is a part of your life it was kind of became your focus and because you're constantly you're, you know you're practicing twice a day every day you the movement you're like understanding of the body and ballet and the art of ballet um you could like focus on that and you um, that's why you kind of you really dove into the concepts of ballet and you can produce something like this like I don't think <laughs> Maybe, just a, yeah. like a sport like if you're just a regular photographer or a sport photographer like they don't under, they don't understand like the, the concept yeah. of ballet so I think yeah that's why you captured something so special yeah thanks yeah I mean that's yeah I mean that's why yeah but uh, yeah, I really appreciate you coming in and talking about this exhibition, like from one photographer to another. I think yeah. it's amazing, oh, really amazing you. work. And uh, if anyone's listening, um, yeah, come down and check it out at Kodogo. And it'll be, when, when is this until and when is the finish? The 17th of party? September uh, is the closing event. We're gonna have some lunch, we're gonna have some drinks, and it's gonna be some music. I got my friends some playing. Music. And uh, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna reveal the images taken during the opening of the exhibition. Yeah. And I guess it's just gonna be a nice catch up and a nice time for you to see the images live uh, one last time. They look amazing. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got so excited. And uh, yeah, 17th of September. Awesome. And uh, where can people find you online? Maybe they want to contact you. Yeah, contact me Jevo uh, at Jevo Photography uh, or, or even or find my website jevophotography.com and yes, just send me an email. All my contact details are there. And if you want to know more about the closing event, it's also going to be at Kidogo Art House. Dot com. So, geophotography.com, kidowahouse.com. Digital creators. Yes. <laughs> underscore out. And here we are. We'll, uh, we'll leave all the links down below. Yes. Um, check it out. Um, thanks again. Thank you for.